Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to A Very Bookish Podcast. This is episode 62, and we are back after a two-week hiatus. A long um, break. Yeah. Let's just say Grace and I have both been extremely busy. We have been prioritizing our mental health. Health. Let's just say that. I've gone on some medication and that medication just put me to sleep. I was sleeping like 12 hours a day. I was exhausted. I don't know. Grace, uh, we've both been busy with the shop, school, and life as it is. School's been kicking ass. Well, not as bad as, as for you, but... It's still like everybody, I was talking with my therapist about this and everybody's kind of feeling a burnout right now. Like everybody's feeling that like, cause this like semester kind of like year is like when like COVID and the quarantine is kind of, it's not a gone away, but it's kind of like relaxed a little bit. We're kind of trying to get back to normal. It's hitting the new norm right now. Yeah. Which is like, damn, we've been at, at such a high stress for quite a while now yeah and now it just feels like yeah 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 well anyways quick update yes on anything um update on the shop we are currently fulfilling orders at the moment and i just wanted to show y'all for our audio um listeners i'm gonna be showing the tote bag um but for our visual living listeners on youtube you can see the tote bag so we have our tote bag at least i have the tote bag here um, I love this. It's so big. So it, big. It's 18 books. It's big. I use it everywhere. I've I, literally been using it since I got it. And dude, just dumb stuff in there. Dude, I use it and I put like my textbook and then I put like my water bottle. And these are like big, like accounting textbooks. Like these aren't like small, like high school textbooks. These are like huge, like college course textbooks. And then I still have room for other stuff. And I'm like, how big is this thing? And I love it. And I and, like and, and this is not like, you know, like us, like overhyping our own stuff, but it's just the <laughs> fact that like, you know, we do be using it. We use our own stuff and we love we it. We do be using it. Yeah, because it's shallow. It's it's like long and wide and like shallow. Not shallow, but it's like not like a deep tote bag. You know, like the ones you get from like the grocery store where they're kind of deeper. Mm-hmm. It's a little more rectangle, but like side rectangle, which yeah. I love. But the shop, we are working on getting orders. Um, we're having a little rough time with our manufacturer at the moment. Yeah, they're being a whole bunch of bitches. They're being, <laughs> they're being, they are so slow and like, my light is really freaking out. <laughs> um, But they are being like, very unhelpful. Um, Like, I've, I literally told Grace how I was like, I had to threaten to be a Karen. I was like, I... I think I put the fear of God in them. I you was like, literally did. Because, like, I was, I, I reached out first and I was just like, hey, we have a problem with our order. It's supposed, it looks like this and it's supposed to look like this. And it was um, with Ada, she was printed very, very orangey. And if you look at like all of our graphics on online and everything, she's not orangey. She does have like a warmer under, undertone. But it's not like that. And the shirts we got, 
is like she looks orangey and we're like we know that there's a difference between you looking at it on a monitor and you printing it on fabric or on paper we know that there's a difference I know this but that's too big of a, of a difference. And I was just like, you know, how do we fix this? Like, can, can we get a reprint or something like this? Do you want us to return? Whatever. They're like, oh, well, we don't really do returns and um, uh, we can see what we can do about the situation, but we don't really know or anything. And I'm just like, yeah, I understand your policy and everything, but what are you guys going to do to fix this? And they just kept going back and forth. And then I was telling Maggie, like, dude, they're not like saying anything. And then she's just like, hold on a second. She goes over and hops into that email and she's just like, y'all better fix this right now before I go over to the Better Business Bureau and complain to them because your policy says that we have a month to reach out to you and which we have done within like the first week. So y'all need to get on this. And they're like, oh, well, um, well, we, we, we need, a we need pictures of like your items. And I sent pictures and they're like, well, actually we need pictures of every single shirt. And this I'm talking about, this is what, like maybe like 46, 47 shirts. This is 60 shirts, 60 shirts. We had Damn. 62, 62 units of these shirts that were all misprinted. Like we ordered so- a ton cause we ordered our inventory. So we ordered more than like what, like we ordered cause it's a pre-order. So we ordered like everything that everybody ordered and then we ordered extra inventory to have in stock so that we can like fully yeah. open our shop and when yeah. I was because I saw the messages with Grace and they were like yeah like it it won't like their messages were just like it won't always like print the same and Grace was like no I know that but I'm telling you it's like so I literally and they were like you can check out our return policy so I went copied and pasted their return policy and I told them I was like we are literally claiming a misprint right we are claiming a misprint and I literally told him, I was like, I will report you to the Better, Better Business Bureau. And then I will file a chargeback with my bank because you are like literally not helping us. Cause it was like, like, yes, the shirts are still like wear and stuff, but like, I don't think we would feel comfortable giving those shirts out because there is such a clear discoloration. Yeah. It's a clear like difference. And, and yeah, and people could be like, people when they see it they're gonna be like oh well it still looks good because I asked my brother asked my mom and my my dad about it and I'm just like how does it look does she look bad and they're like no it just looks like she looks more like toony more like um more cartoony and I'm like yes that's the style but the style is not for her to have orange skin and they're and I'm like does she look too orange and then my brother was like yeah she looks orange but it doesn't look too bad Mm -hmm. and me I'm like I know what it's supposed to look like. It doesn't look too bad. It's still wearable. It still looks nice. The design still looks good, but it's not what people had ordered. And that's my thing. It's just like me as like a business person, I want to make the best experience for you as possible. I want you to get exactly what you ordered with a little bit extra. You know, I want you to have such a good experience that you want to keep coming back you want to keep buying not because you just not only because you like the products but because you liked your experience working with me because you in the end of the day you're you're buying from me you're not buying just my products you're buying from me personally from me grace so I want my customers to have the best experience ever and if they're getting something that doesn't look like what they thought they were getting 
that leaves like a sour taste in people's mouth. And this is our first launch like this. It's going to be like, well, they had their first launch and what I got wasn't what they showed. That's fucked up. And that's going to mess up like our reputation for the long haul, whether it's a small detail or not, you know? So that's why I was pushing at it. And I was like really mad about it, but I'm just like, you know what? Let me let Maggie take over because apparently I'm not being forceful enough. So she went, she did her thing. And now I feel like they're kind of scared because we ordered um, another order of something like before this whole thing. And it came like a week before it was supposed to come. And I told her, I'm like, they're scared of you already. They're scared because she literally got on them because we had to take a picture of every single one of those like what 60 shirts we had every single one of them and and like it was so many pictures that i literally could not put them i had to make a separate google drive to send them these pictures because i was like there's literally like the capacity for this email does not hold the amount of pictures that i'm trying to send you to them and like I literally have been emailing them every day. I'm like, hey, do you have any updates? Hey, do you have any updates? And I'm just planning to like email them and like harass them basically until they finally relent because- Yeah, because it's what, been a week now? It's been a week since they said they would look into it with their team and still hasn't gotten back to us. And I get, yeah, it takes a while, but like if you look at the photo that we sent in and the photo that we got, there's a clear difference when all of our other ones are basically exact. Some, yeah, like all the rest of them difference. have, yeah, slight, slight differences that comes but, out with printing. That's yeah, printing. and we understand that, but it was like the fact that, like, they were being so like non helpful. I was just like, I hate being a Karen, but I was like, in this moment, I was like, this is what Grace and I want to do, and I was like, they're not gonna fuck this up for us, we're not gonna use them ever again, we're not using them ever again, at least for. Shirts. like shirts we're not gonna because the tote bags they did nice the tote, the tote bags, bags they did good the tote bags but... and the sweatshirts they did good everything else i mean there was like one fuck up on our part which we pay we had to pay the cost for that but yeah but even like with our sample runs of all the shirts there was always kind of like something not there with it and like that's with me going back and forth and like changing the coloring and yeah. trying to adjust it and for like because the design when it's printed small it looks possible like you can't really tell so that's why on the tote it looks fine that's why on the sweatshirt it looks fine but when each of those images is blown up to have its own shirt that's where the problem lies and we're just like you know what lesson learned this is not a company we're going to use for the shirts again we do like the tote bag um the tote bags and the sweatshirts but other than that this ain't this ain't it yeah outside of that the stickers look amazing the little prints that we have in the packaging has been so much like fun to do and it's like me you know you guys know when you guys get a package it opening it it's everything I will say, I feel like you doing the packaging has really re-inspired you. I'm getting that vibe. Because yeah. like, you're sending me updates about the packaging and stuff. I know. I'm and, sending you, like, every little thing. And I'm so excited because, like, we – so this is a little, like, detail is we have, like, wax stamps. So we're, like, wax stamping stuff. And when I tell you the colors of the packaging and everything together – It's and, a like, whole we, vibe. We have cards 
and everything and it just it makes me proud that like we we're doing this we're doing this and the fact that like we're literally two time zones away and we're still like I'm sending Grace stuff she's like sending me stuff and we're like communicating and I'm messaging people on Etsy and she's like oh, how are the, 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 this and I'm just like oh my gosh like hey, this is like for real like the time where like it's good to have like a partner because like literally I'm doing all of like the in-house stuff and yeah. you're doing everything online everything with yeah. like the business side like this is actually where the Our two of us yeah combined where we're both like kind of like because you're like thing. the creative like the packaging the detail you're putting it all together making it presentable and then I'm the one who's like yelling at people and being <laughs> like y'all need to like fucking like help us but then like the cust- the support when I tell you, when I like messaged, because we messaged our customers about the Ada problem, and um, hopefully, hopefully we're able to keep the shirts from the mess up ones because I don't know what they're gonna do with them. Um, yeah, they better not ask for them back. But yeah. if they do, it's gonna be like, what the fuck are you gonna do with them? Yeah, I mean, I guess trash them or whatever. But we've told them we're like, we're not gonna sell these because it's like they're so. We'll do like a giveaway or something with them, but if we keep them, but I literally messaged people and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry this happened, but like there is discoloration that we we do not feel comfortable selling these to you. Would you be okay with getting the discolored one for now? And we'll send you the right colored one free of charge. And the responses that I've been getting back, I'm just shocked. I'm like, people are being so grateful that we're communicating this with them. And I like... I really forget that like that is really like the key when it comes to this is like just being open with people and like that's what gets them more understanding it's like hey this is a problem we're having right now this is what we're doing to fix it here's a solution would you be okay with that and most everybody yeah and it's not it's not us you know like certain companies where we just do like an Instagram post and just hope everybody sees it and that's that that's very impersonal to us so we were like no let's reach out to each person and talk to them one-on-one because I feel like that means like because we care we care so much about these people and we care about them getting a good experience and we're just like because we know we buy things we know what it's like and we want to feel seen we want to feel heard and so we want our customers to feel that you know we want words of affirmation love language coming through with all of our you know dude and I still can't get over the packaging I still can't get over it like even thinking about it like Grace it's is making cute. It, it's so it's sultry is what I would say the packaging is it's sultry and I can't wait for people to open it like yeah. my like, ribbon tying is definitely getting better and yeah. then I love like so we're also using um our mailers are going to be um compostable mailers so um, they're also reusable so they're not just like regular plastic ones like you can use them for other things and then um, so we got our mailers from no issue which they do compostable and recyclable mailers if you are a small business make sure you guys go check them out really good love the mailers so much and then we got our sticker labels and just seeing like all of the mailers like stacked up and I'm just like, damn. It's hitting you. It's hitting you. I'm like, damn, you know? Because, like, we were – so last night um, – we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, but on Tuesday, last night, we were FaceTiming with Eamon. 
and Grace was fulfilling orders while we were on FaceTime and just watching her. And, you know, like that little bubble in your chest. And I'm just like, I want to be there with Grace. Like, I want to be there, like, packaging with Grace. And that's why, like, I feel a FOMO because I'm like, I'm so far away. And I'm just like, I want to be there. Like, I want that experience of, like, packaging late at night, trying to fulfill orders, and that kind of, like, craze of it and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's been, like, uh, it's been a surreal moment. And, like, even, like, when you have moments like this and like you glimpse into like the future, you're just like, dang, what happens when I have to expand outside of my room? You know, what happens then? Cause like Loki, it's kind of getting like that, but this is only one lunch, but what happens then? I'm like, man, I want to go down there to the garage. I'm going to clear off all the baseball stuff off of one of the racks. And it's just going to be all my shop stuff down there. And you, you, you start thinking about all of these things. And it starts small. And so I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. And it's been, it's been pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It's been kind of crazy because sometimes I feel like, damn, I got to print all of this stuff. I got to be on top of the orders. I need to ship this out. I need to do this. <laughs> cause it's funny but- cause I nag Grace on this. Cause I'm like, I'm like sending her like daily things to do. <laughs> oh Yeah. She sends me like a list every time we have like a, a meeting. She like is writing down all the stuff and then she'll send me a picture of it and send it to me. And I'm just like, okay, I gotta do that, gotta do that, gotta do that. And so, you know, but it feels so good completing them too, especially when you're feeling like in a rut of like not accomplishing anything for a yeah, while. We I we both feel in like a creative rut. I yeah. feel like this, I feel because like you sent me the video this morning of you putting the stuff in the mail. And I was just like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So exciting. I'm so excited for people to get their stuff. Me too, dude. I can't wait to, to see people start opening it. If yeah. you ordered, if you ordered and you open, Yeah, please tag us in unboxing. That's what I should have put on the letter. That's what I forgot to put. Yeah. Oh, well, but please tag us in your unboxing videos, tag us in you wearing the shirts in, in you using the bookmarks, the stickers, tag us in everything, because we want to feel that experience of you getting your things as if we were handing it to you in person. Yeah. We want to feel that. So yeah, that's that side, you know? Yeah. Um, as you can tell, we're really excited about the shop and yeah. everything that's going on. We're yeah. like... Yeah, because just wait, just wait. I'm like, like, like she said, like now my creativity is like blossoming now because I'm being an artist. Like you get tired of looking at the same thing after a certain amount of time. So we're definitely tired of looking at these. I'm so low key. I love, I love my design so much. I love it so much. Like I'm wearing Camille's shirt every other day. Okay. And Ada too with her orange skin but you know I'm kind of like about seeing the design every single day yeah and so like that's why I felt like I had a like a rut but now packaging everything and putting it together and figuring out how to organize how to put it together for people to open it it's opened my mind to like what next what am I going to do next so I got new projects coming 
I'm working on my technique for like certain things. Like I want to like get so good at this style that I'm developing enough to like do like little little comic strips of certain scenes you know what I'm talking about so just you wait let's just hope Some I don't burn spicy out scenes? I mean I, I, you're, okay. do you remember do you remember that one spicy picture that I drew I remember it yeah <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm thinking about going back to that one and kind of reworking it for a certain something okay but like what if we okay I don't contact us like I'm seriously like contact us prints like what kind of uh, grace has been wanting to do prints and stuff would y'all be, like would y'all be interested in like little print cards of like the girls each girl or like the full like brutal ladies print or something like that like because that's something we can or do. them with the guys or yeah like, would y'all be interested scenes. in the brutal brutal men like I guess it could be like the brutal lords or something that's too that's too cringy i think they would be like the brutal brothers i don't know but yeah i gotta think of a name for them because they can't be brutal i think they need to be something else but yeah so that's the shop updates um we're really excited and we're really happy and we can't wait for people to start getting their orders we just can't wait but I can't wait till the first person gets theirs. Yeah. I'm checking that tracking information like every single day. <laughs> Anyways. So, so that's our update. That's not what our main thing that we were gonna talk about today. It was not. We spent 30 <laughs> minutes talking about the shop. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, this is a catch-up episode. This is a catch-up episode. <laughs> um, so we today. <laughs> Fun fact, this is 18 plus from now on. So if you are under 18 or if I know you, don't listen anymore because I'm going to be exposing myself. So if I know you in real life, stop listening here unless you want to hear some very graphic details about me and my sex life. Yeah. um, Alexis, if you're still listening to this, shut up. Don't ever mention this. Don't say nothing. Don't, Don't, Don't ever say nothing don't ever we keep secrets okay okay so So, this segment of the episode will be seeing it is inspired by this tiktok that i made that i posted on wednesday today what about seeing yeah 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 about seeing how our kink test like our kink kinks list has changed and developed and through this i ended up sending maggie a message and i was just like hey what are my top kinks and like a true friend she just like listed off like four or five things i was just like you're right you're right and then like i was just like but what about this one and she's like well is that a kink or is that a fetish and so then me i'm just like you know what let's let's go look at a list of kinks and we started looking through a whole list of them which we will share some of our favorites in a bit and maggie was just like you know what let's see if both of ours has changed so we decided to take a test again we have taken this test. I think I've taken it about three times. How many it's times the, have you taken it? It's the BDM test, BDSM test. BDSM I've taken test. It like 
I've taken it like once, at least once a year, or once a year, and it stayed pretty consistent until now. I'm like, oh, some things have moved it. up and some things have definitely moved down. Man, I've taken it about three times. Um, the most recent time that I took it was, I want to say around January. That was my last time that I took it. Mm-hmm. And was it January? I think so. It was the time when I was out with Tanya. Tanya was the one that showed it to me when I took it the second time. So it has been quite interesting to see how things have changed. So if you haven't taken this test, we can link it to you. If you you look it up, you know what. what. Did you take the longer Longer? test? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I did too. It's not that long. (laughs) It's not, but it is like you got to sit there. Yeah. You have to like sit there and I kind of have to think too. Sometimes I'm like, do I really want this or do I want it in a book? That was the thing that I really had to differentiate in this test. Cause I was like, there's a difference between like reading it in a book and then wanting it in real life, which is like, people think we can't do that as readers, but we definitely can. And I was doing that today where I was like, would I really want this to happen to me or not? So yeah that was a big it was that was hard to do yeah but not really hard but it was just kind of like do I like this do I want this that's more what it was not hard oh I have my one from before dang (laughs) did it really switch it did so I'm gonna go through so for me I have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them are above 94%. <laughs> she went in deep, y'all. She went in deep. Majority of them are above 50%. Like, yeah. it gets down to, f- like, 40% is, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven from the bottom. <laughs> So I definitely have developed my taste. Um, but so romance will do that to you, dude. Like, oh, I have my first one too. Oh my gosh, how do you find me? Screenshot folder oh. in your. Oh, I delete my stuff every like two months. So <laughs> I don't because I have like Google Photos, so it like automatically does it for me. Mm. So I don't like take up too much storage, but. So let's start out with our most recent results. Should we start with more? Do you have your, you don't have your previous no, ones? No, I don't have my previous ones. So that's why let's do our most recent ones and then we can look at Grace's. I know a couple of mine off the top of my head. Okay, well, you go first. Okay, so let's take a dive through my BDSM test results. So my first three that are at a hundred percent are I'm a switch, a rope bunny, and a brat. Makes perfect sense with my personality. <laughs> Honestly, it does. Um, oh, wait, have you looked into each of these? Like, yeah, what I've looked like mean? before. Like, I've looked into everything, and I'm like, yeah, makes sense. The kind of the switch, the rope bunny, and the brat kind of go together. So do you want to explain um, the rope bunny for people who don't know? 
yeah, let me let me pull up their, their like definition of it. Um, where is my? Oh, I have it on my computer. Let me see if I can. Can you pull it up real quick? I I, th- I have um, I have rope bunny on my list too. So yeah. <clears throat> so a rope bunny likes to be tied up and restrained using rope and or other attributes, chains, cuffs, spreaders, spreader bars, etc. Whether for sexual enhancement, for art, or just for fun, they enjoy being totally at the mercy of their partners. Rope bunnies typically pair up with riggers. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, but yeah, so rope bunny is basically like to be tied up. So switch is obviously like you can swap between like being dominant and submissive. And then brat is kind of, it's a submissive who likes to talk back is what I like to like describe it as basically, where it's like you like that playful banter back and forth. You want me to read that one? Yeah. Okay. Brats are in essence, naughty submissives. They find disobedience a form of playfulness rather than letting their dominant down and require a compatible dominant who will not only teach them a lesson, but also accept that any number of lessons might still not necessarily change this behavior. Brats typically pair up with brat tamers. That's me too. Yeah. So those are my first... Thanks, thanks. Yeah, those are my first three. What are your first three? So my top three, I don't have a hundreds. I don't have a hundreds yet. Um, I think I'm waiting for somebody to come along and like, you know, push me into that full role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have brat is my number one. I am at 91% of a brat. 91? 91. Okay. 81 percent submissive and 73 percent voyeur mm-hmm. and um a brat I just read that one a submissive like likes to follow likes someone to be in control and um it's not only in the bedroom but also it could be possibly in the lifestyle and it's not um this part is kind of like maybe where people kind of like get it mixed up with bottoms um unlike the bottom roles receiving pain bondage degradation being submissive is more about who decides what happens and takes the responsibility that comes with it than about the contents of what happens so it's not it's not really of just like always being like the little and always being like it's something a little bit more than that because so I feel like a submissive still can take like the command of being dominant like when somebody's like I want you to take control like you know that kind of thing where it's like they still have that power like the kind of thing of like being like a power bottom where it's like the submissive role is like they're telling you what to do and stuff and you like that kind of thing is what I like to like 
generalize it. Why am I trying to explain this? Like, if you're listening to this, and by the way, by the way, yeah, like let's 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 clear this up real quick before people come at us. We are no in no way any type of experts in BDSM or any type of kink. Um, we are not experts at all. What we know is basically our experience with these roles and how we fit ourselves into them. We are going off of research that we have found on the internet. There is plenty of more in-depth research that you can go ahead and look up on. And with always, you do have to understand that BDSM is always treated with consent. And it is a form of not just sex, but also a type of lifestyle. So treat it with respect and make sure that you go in with an open mind. If it's not for you, it's not for you. That's totally fine, but don't come for our next, okay? We're here just being curious. Yeah. So those are our top three each. My next three. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm going to Boyer because that oh, one yes. is a new one for me. Yes. That one's a new one for me. Um, <laughs> um, oh, wait, I'm picking the wrong one. Okay. Voyeurs enjoy watching the nakedness or sexual activity of other people. Consensually, of course, voyeurs typically pair up with exhibitionists. <laughs> what, you wanna go into your next three? My next three, <laughs> let's go into it. My next three starts at 98%. <laughs> voyeur 98 <laughs> percent. i am a voyeur which, which, which real quick all readers and most men and women and um non-binary are voyeurs in a sense if you watch, watch like sw videos or, yeah if you watch if you you're on twitter after dark if you're um twitter after dark is a special place twitter after dark is a special place um that's where most of the girls are most of the girls are on twitter after dark that's where most of them are that's where we know most of our you know our favorite people anyways if you're on that if you're watching videos if you um actually like seeing it play out in front of you we're all a little bit of voyeurs i feel like voyeurism is also part of like reading smutty things in yeah. a sense because it's very light it's a very very light form of it but I feel like it is part of it um or like so I feel like that kind of leans into that cup you know yeah. of course like there's people who just like reading it and that's it they would feel uncomfortable looking at it watching it they don't like watching videos or anything like that mm-hmm. yes but I feel like reading at least this is for me reading smut has like opened that doorway of being more curious to watch and see it and it doesn't necessarily mean that it only is for like your sexual satisfaction or pleasure Mm -hmm. it it goes into more than that um but yeah I feel like us readers we're all kind of voyeurs you know you know what I mean yeah so that's my fourth one is voyeurism at 98 percent my next one coming in at 96 percent we have submissive (laughs) a close runner up at 95 (laughs) percent 
experimentalist. Exhibitionist. No, experimentalist. Oh, you you are? Yeah. I swear. Not. Oh, wait. Hold on. I was looking at the other one. Experimentalist at 95%. Okay. So that's your, your next three, right? So, yeah, that's my sixth one. Okay. What about you, Grace? My next three, my percentages are way lower than Maggie's, just so you guys know. Um, so at 67, I have Switch, which when we get into my other ones, you'll see where that used to be. Um, switches, you know, they like to switch, you know, it's not always taking a dominant position. It's not always being submissive, but it's, you know, sometimes they like to be a little more in control and sometimes they don't want to be in control and that's very very much me um at 60 percent, i have experimentalist which just means you just like you're interested and open into new things yeah you are you have or you want to try it all or you like everything but you you just like it. And then at 59%, I have vanilla. Wow. I know, right? Yeah. And I think that has to do with um, me wanting like more of an emotional, mm, monogamous yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Which I like, you know, I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say like, you know, all of these threesomes that I've been reading about have not have changed that for me I, I still I'm a still one one and done type of girl mm-hmm. so yeah so those yeah. are your your next three <laughs> my next three go ahead with so. your with your high percentages <laughs> my next three starting at 94 percent those are such fucking high percentages I have rigor then dropping down to 87%, I have degradé. And then close 86%, I have degrader. So those two are like neck and neck right next to each other. So those are my six, seven to nine <laughs> from the top. Okay. All right. Um, for me, um, my next is... Uh, 58 exhibitionist which means you know they like being the one watched yeah um then we have 43 rope bunny 34 okay can i say something i thought rope bunny for you would be a little bit higher i thought so too but i didn't get that many questions about it there weren't that many there weren't that many questions about it yeah yeah sorry okay yeah. uh <laughs> we both zoned down we were like yeah we be tied up we were th- you know we got kind of like daydreaming like, for a second like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i love that sound <laughs> okay so i have exhibitionist rope bunny and then at 34 percent, i have masochist okay 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 I think that definitely has to go with like the biting and scratching and you know all that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's a little hot here. 
little little hot yeah uh fyi um masochists are the ones who like receiving yeah they are not the ones who give they are the ones who receive sadists on the other hand are the ones who give you know you know all right next moving on to my next three (laughs) at 81 percent, i have drum or please sadist (laughs) (laughs) do you want to know what's the close second at 80 percent Masochist. <laughs> and I think this is where it shows the switch in me, where yeah. it's like most of them are like close together. Right after each other. And then dropping down to 76%, I have dominant. <laughs> so yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. you can definitely see where my like switch really comes to, to play. Yeah. You're a switch with uh, sub tendencies. Yeah. 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 Um, so my next is Degrady with 29. You like talk dirty too. I do. I do. But give, give me a little sweetness with it, you know? Butter me up while also slicing me up, okay? Yeah. Butter me up and then put me on a slice of toast. Yeah, you know. Spread me thin a little. Spread me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, that was at 29%. Um, 17, I have slave. 14, master or mistress. Mm-hmm. Um, also tied for 14 is dominant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Do you want to run through the, the rest of yours at that point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still Go ahead. Run it through. They're still all over the team right now. So I'll go till I'll go to like we're down to 14%. So at 67 or oh no. At 71%, I have exhibitionist. At that's 71%. At 67%, I have Brat Tamer. 62%, I have Primal Prey. 61%, I have Master's Last Mistress. 56%, I have Owner. 53%, I have Non-Monogamous. 40%, I have Vanilla. 38%, I have Primal Hunter. I have pet. 28% I have slave. And then I don't have anything till 9%. Yeah. I can go. I can go my nine through my last percentage and then we'll do zeros together. Yeah. Okay. So 9% I have non monogamist. Seven rigor. 5% 5% sadist, 4% pet, 4% primal hunter, 3% owner, 2% mommy and daddy. Yeah, daddy slash mommy I have at 9%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what, if 
I'm looking at it, I think our lists are kind of similar in the sense of like some things line up similar percentages. You just have a lot more. Yeah. On your list. They they line up. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah. We'll put it on like a a graph. We'll graph it for y'all guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put it. <laughs> I can do that. I can do. We'll a put graph it on, on an like... Excel sheet and yeah. then like do a pie chart and like a. I'll bar do a, graph. I'll do a bar graph chart for us. <laughs> so for our instagram post you're gonna see the bar graph chart of our king oh my god that is putting myself way too out there nah but i don't care how's that you we've talked too much about ourselves but so for zero percent so okay zeros for me age play and boy slash girl zero percent that's not something i literally put that on full I was like I do not want to act above younger than my age I don't want to act like a baby that's not something I'm very interested in at all yeah so for people who don't know boy girl yeah that yeah if it's for you it's for you uh littles girls boys are submissive spirits with a strong flavor of childlike innocence they long for a nurturing loving dominant who plays a guiding almost parental role in their lives while they require a softer approach to being dominated than most other submissives, their submission can be just as deep as that of any other submissives or slaves. Sexuality is not necessarily involved and there is no link at all with pedophilia, which is simply not on the BDSM spectrum. Well, it's like, it's when it comes to like daddy, mommy, and those kinds of things it's like you want it kind of goes along with that like you want the other person to be like the caretaker and to be like that kind of role of like yeah that's what it's more of like than it is like you can think of like extreme 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 practices where like they won't eat without the other person serving them and the other person baiting them and you know and sometimes that is super super comforting for some but not really for us i'm an aquarius i need my independence i'm a taurus i don't know i like it a little a little cuddly but don't put your spoon in my face i have zero percent physical touch i have a oh yeah that's true so (laughs) (laughs) anyways uh some more zero percents that i i have uh primal prey degrader brat tamer obviously because i'm a brat so i can't can't tame myself mm-hmm. and that is it yeah that's our list yeah it's very interesting yeah i can definitely see how like books the fact that like experimentalist is so high on my list, I think that's because of romance books. And we talked about this with Denise. Um, so if you want, you can go check out our episode. And Salma too, we kind of talked about how romance books really open us up to be more like interested in the more kinkier sides of ourselves. Literally, because... How, how does yours compare to your old... <laughs> test from january okay so my test is 
No, so I didn't take it in January. I took it in November 11th, okay. 2021. Um, my top three were Brat, Submissive, and Masticist. Brat was 97, 94, Submissive, 60, 76, Masochist. Wow, Masochist really dropped for you. Yeah. I guess because maybe I'm not that into pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as much as I liked. Yeah. Um, Voyeur was 61. So jumped up. And Rope Bunny was 71. Oh, so Rope Bunny jumped down too. Yeah, it did. Interesting. Um, I was 36 degrader and 32 degradee. And 38% slave. 52% dominant. Oh, wow. So it really... Yeah. Those dropped. Yours really went, like, swap. Yeah, my, my scales jumped opposites, yeah. And compared to July 2021... Mm-hmm. Just, like, every six months. <laughs> yeah. It's updating, and I and my ty- my romance books haven't gone that far if the deep end. Watch me get into some stuff, and then we'll see the real change. Oh yeah, this is a good way to gauge what romance is. This is a good case study. You know what this is? It this is. is a good case study. You know what? I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> so the first time I ever took the test was July twenty second, twenty twenty one, and at the top, at ninety percent. Take a guess what it was. I'm gonna say vanilla. Oh, really? It was submissive. Interesting. Well, I guess it has is 81% now. Yeah, it dropped. Which is why you know my TikTok video, Dom and Sub, was not yeah. on my list. Makes sense. You don't remember my video, do you? dude it's been a busy day i've been studying for an exam <laughs> you know that video it goes like um um the dude is like eminem's not even on the list i'm like eminem you know on the list oh yeah the one what from else the, was on the list yeah uh, that one yeah that one yeah oh i know what Dom, you're talking about. i thought you were talking about it earlier but i was like i don't know what yeah no, no, no. dom and sub um weren't on my list currently but anyways uh, Voyeur was 53, Degrade E was 52, Brat was 69, Masochist was 14. And those are pretty much the big ones mm-hmm. that changed. Vanilla was 87. Oh, yeah, that one's definitely gone down. Big time. Did you have a lot more red in that one? A lot more red. Mm-hmm. I had like half of the list in red. I had a lot more three and four percents. But yeah, it changes over time. And I feel like that has to do with like things that you're open. Like, like there's this discussion, right? About romance books. We talk about how there are a way for us to experience things without having to experience. Yeah. It's kind of open a, it. Yeah. You know. 
I think yeah. it's a yeah, it's a nice like escape. Like a lot of people say it's like it's a way to it's kind of a safe space where you can experience things without experiencing it and kind of test the waters to see if you would be interested in it. Um and I think that's why reading has really made me realize what I'm interested in and what I'm not interested in. Um but yeah, it definitely it opens up to where you figure out if you would be open to it to try yeah. it out in, in, in person. Yeah. Doesn't mean and, that you have actually done it, but yeah. like I've never, well, have I? I don't think so. I haven't been tied up. So I haven't dated on, anybody in three years. So has it been that long? Has it been that long? How long have I known you? Two years? Almost two years soon. Yeah. I haven't dated it. I haven't been with anyone in about three and a half years. Four, three, four. Who knows? No, because you broke up with your boyfriend like. No, girl, we were broken up a long time ago. But when did I stop messing with him? It was about six months before. That's what I was about to say. You're still messing with him. But yeah. one of the key things that when it does come to BDSM, it's all about consent. So that is all about like. 100%. Both partners, not just one both have to be willing and you know sometimes it's like awkward like is this okay shoot that out there even if you're a woman like asking is this okay because i know Look, we, we harp about communication communication is key communication i think that what communication does in those intimate relationships is bring bring it make it even more intimate because it's that other person recognizing like do you like this? Do you want this? Like, it's that kind of, and it reassures the other person too. Like, yes, keep going, keep going, kind of thing. You're doing good. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of like my praise king coming coming out. Oh yeah, I was kind of mad that I didn't get no questions about that because I was like, that yeah. would have been high up on that list. Yeah, praise. Yeah. Oh girl, Ooh. I think they need to update their list because there's definitely breeding kinks now, yeah. and there's nothing about that on that list. Yeah, I know for sure that would be on there. Would I have that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think breeding no because I don't want children. So, Grace, Grace, Grace is ready to pop a few out. I want to be married. That's true. Anyways, um, but it it this is about like that also brings up the conversation of like dub, um, con. I mean dub. Dubcon, um, dubious consent is what Dubcon is. Yeah. So, because that is like consent, but not verbally given, or it's like not actually mm-hmm. given consent, but it's something that some people exercise and they do, but it's like it's like that weird gray line, but it's something that has been consented to before. before. And it's like you both acknowledge, like, "Hey, I'm I'm okay if you do this to me." Like, you know, there's like always are like that. She wakes him up to giving him a blowjob or something like that. It's consenting beforehand. It's like, "Hey, if I do this, would you be wanting that?" Some most guys that I know, they're like, "Yes, I want you to do that." Some guys I've heard, they're like, "No, that's okay." But I also think that's why like safe words are also like because like there are people who like like that kind of like you know with like a brat and stuff where it's like the no like say you know kind of is like a like you're not saying no you're it's like but you're just 
yeah it's it's a, like a power struggle yeah in that. and it's and god that's why a safe word is important i think to have like no matter how like vanilla you could say the relationship or like sex is a safe word mm-hmm. it's always good to have yep and that kind of goes into like the um, consent non-consensual kind of like scenes that yeah. we read in books and stuff like that it's I understand the whole concept and talk around it, right? We do want active consent throughout all of the relationships. To some people, consent can be given before or there can be an understanding of consent discussed before this one scene. Mm -hmm. And it may seem like there is no actual consent given, but it has already given outside of that that space okay again reiterating if you want to do more research on this feel free to do so we do not claim to be experts on this subject we're going based on um some research that we have compiled ourselves we're going on um discussions that we have had with other people and other experts on this matter but don't don't just take our word for it. Please do your own research with that. Um, that being said, there were a list of kinks that we looked up after. No, we know what was on this test already, but we were looking into what are some other stranger kinks that are out there. And, and oh, go ahead. I was gonna say what inspired this is Grace was talking. Grace was sending me these like things and I was like there's this woman on TikTok who every single day she talks about like a fetish like a sexual fetish and she just every single day I think she's on like 500 something I don't I don't remember her username or anything but it's like every single day she does one just one a day and she gives you a fetish and it's like and she's very open and she's just defining it and saying like hey this is what it is it is what it is and here you go so I just that's what inspired these next few ones that we saw. Yeah, we did get a list um, online of like some. Like it's from the Bad Girls Bible is where it's from. Yeah. It's an article with a list of different types of kinks, which I screenshotted a few because I thought they were interesting. And um, especially for book lovers and certain scenes in certain books, I call to mind. Um, the first one is oralism. Mm-hmm. Oralism, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sorry. It's just the word for having a sound kink being turned on by hearing things. For example, you might be extra aroused by hearing the sound of your partner hit against you as you have sex or the sound of their moans or how wet they are. You can explore this kink by trying to dampen out other senses using blindfold, for instance, so you can focus on the noises. If you've ever gotten a tingly listening to ASMR, the sound effects in audio erotica, this might be your kink. And for me, I know 100% that this is one of my kinks. Because audio, I'm a, I love hearing 
I don't care too much about what's going on in the video because 100%, 100%, I'd be watching videos. But it's not so much about what's going on in the video. It's more about what I'm hearing. That's what I, that's what I saw this girl talk about TikTok and she was talking about like dark Twitter, Twitter after dark. And she was talking about how when women watch videos and stuff, they're not paying attention to the man. They're paying attention to the girl and they're listening and they're listening to hear if she enjoys it. And that's what gets us off. It's not the video. It's not like the guy. It's the, is she liking it? Because we can put ourselves there and then we're like, okay, we're enjoying it kind of thing. It's that listening to a girl enjoy brings joy to us <laughs> but yeah yeah for sure I mean come on it's because like every time you know you're looking for a video let's say you fill in it right and then you're yeah. looking for a video it's not really about it's not about there's some videos seeing him I don't care about him there's, there's, really also some, there's also some videos where the girl is like super quiet or exaggerating it like really and you're just like it's yeah. too fake that's why i like the at home videos <laughs> yeah the, the at home one well actually i found one <laughs> i found one it's like a movie and it's a parody of marvel characters <laughs> Can you send me it? Yeah, I'm sending it to you right now. <laughs> I sent it solely to... for research purposes. I want to see this. I sent it to our friend that we were talking to yesterday. Oh, you did? And yeah, but it was like a mother time when I was facing during this time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like this is oh, okay. March. Okay. Well, well, Grace is sending me that another A one that I found is. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish explaining this video, because it's if you know the video, you know what it is. But it's um, Deadpool. It's two black widows, and it's. I'm waiting to see this. I sent it to you okay now oh oh my gosh okay and taskmaster master mm-hmm. okay it's the four of them and the whole it the f- beginning part of this movie is like so funny and so cringy because like there's like i had to <laughs> the, we're going on a mission and then deadpool is dating one of the black widows so they go and then taskmaster is there and you know taskmaster likes <laughs> copies everything so um Deadpool's like I'm well can you copy everything and, and he's like yeah I want to copy what's like good enough to copy he's like all right let's see what you got and so each of them takes a black widow and I gotta say the both black widows especially the one with Taskmaster that one she does a pretty good job and he does a really good job so and this is on twitter if you find it you find it if you don't sorry um and it's like the twitter post clips of like all the parts well not all of them there's some parts missing but anyways and that's pretty good 
So that one, very, very enthusiastic, but rightly so. So there's a difference, you know? That's a good audio one. Watch that later, Maggie. Don't watch it now. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the list. I'm trying to okay. say the next one. So the next one is amorophilia. And it's the kink for being unable to see blinded or blindfolded during sex. That one definitely pairs well with uh, the audio. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to name these three. Mm-hmm. Uh, narr- narr- narratophilia. narratophilia is a fetish shared by those who enjoy telling and listening to dirty stories, talking about sex, or incorporating dirty talk into sex. And all readers got that. All smutty readers got that. Yeah. We all got that. Um, uh, another one is catro, catotronophilia. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that. But it's a fetish for having sex in front of mirrors. And I know that there are a lot of books out there with these scenes where they the guy tells them there's a mirror right there and they're going at it. And they're just like, no, I want you to see yourself. I want you to look at me, look at us in the mirror. And I'm just like, damn, Whew. Whew. that's um, Twisted Games. Oh, what? Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of book scenes with that, but damn, that one. Um, and yeah, you so, got another one? Yeah. So this one is endotophilia, and it's clothed sex. So it's the affinity for sex while fully or partially clothed. You can enjoy this kink while lifting your skirt or dress so your man penetrates you, pushing underwear to the side, and also can also be a form of a fetish. And when I tell you, mm, yeah, when a guy wants you to wear a dress and he says it's easy access. Yeah. Yeah. It's something about that. And and then like reading those, like th- like we're trying to tie this into books and not just about ourselves, but <laughs> when you're reading them, <laughs> when you're reading book scenes and like the girls like shows up in like a nice dress or a nice skirt and like he just cannot control himself. And then they just like go out to the back to the alley or something. And they just right then and there, like, it's something about that where it's just like they can like the they don't give a damn. It's the yeah. feralness of it's it. It's like I need you now. I don't care about ripping everything off of you, which I would, but it's that I need you so bad right now. Oh, clothes can wait. Ugh, so Top tier. Top tier. Yeah. <sighs> so this is a <laughs> been quite interesting. This took a wild turn. Um, we just talked a lot about a lot of personal things um shop updates personal life going deeper and deeper into our lives and our personalities um anything to add grace um you know what if you guys want to take this test i highly suggest you do if you have taken it before i highly suggest re- retaking, retaking it. it again and just seeing how 
the stuff that you have been reading has changed you. Um, if you feel like you want to try any of these things that you read about or any of these things that we have mentioned, make sure that you do it with consent and do it with proper care and um, make sure with uh, the right type of practice. If you are doing it with your partner, make sure you guys discuss this beforehand. Um, as always, if you want to look deeper into BDSM, we highly suggest that you seek out as experts into your research. Um, we are not experts on this at all, but we yeah. are curious about it. Yeah. And um, practice safe, sex, consensual sex. Yes, as always. And we do not know the topic of next week. We, we thought about moving to bi-weekly episodes. Uh, we might do that for the rest of the semester, at least until I'm able to get back to my like regular schedule. We might do bi-weeklies, so if we're not next week, um, that's why. But um, we do have a- Gotta be careful with that, though, because I don't know what I'm doing week of my birthday. That's true. Well, we can also film before and then- Oh, that's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my birthday's this month, just so y'all know. Yeah. 26, no longer 25. I'm on the later half of my 20s. Oh, you're in your late 20s soon. Okay. No, you're Ouch. still in mid 20s. But um, yeah, so that's just keep out for that. Um, we will have some upcoming guests that we're really excited about. Um, anything to add, Grace? Nope. Okay. Stay smutty, my friends. Stay smutty, my Stay friends. Smutty. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye, everybody.